purify our flesh in the old man within us afresh and anew and fill us all who are saved with the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for my uh, technician son, Daniel Ezekiel, uh, uh, producer and director as well, Daniqua and Danielle, for they have, in answer to prayer, they have uh, resolved the issues uh, just like that, and we give you the glory the praise and the honor for that. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayers as we move on. And Lord, I do pray now uh, that you, uh, for those of us who are saved, you would deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin even tonight. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, I thank you for leading me for years to pray for my wife's salvation and the lives of other people who are religious and lost and some are demon-possessed and filled with the spirit of Judas in my family and outside of my family. Lord, I am well aware that our sweet evangelicals who like to lie about family issues and hide things and cover up things, this is discombobulating to them. And uh, I do understand an element of that for a while, but if it persists, Lord, thank you for leading uh, to uh, pray about it openly and deal with it openly. For as you have stated in your word, uh, open rebuke is better than secret love, and the principle applies. And so I pray that you would uh, truly, as I prayed privately today with my wife, uh, Lord, in the car, I pray that you would open her blinded eyes and stop her deaf ears, that she would be willing and... Uh, and uh, to humble herself, to lay aside her pride, and come to know you as Savior, and uh, stop lying and stop stealing and being proud and stubborn and rebellious and disobedient. Uh, as I have shared with her, uh, she does not have any self-control because she uh, is not born again. She's not saved. And it's nothing but her pride that uh, causes her to stay that way. So, Lord, uh, I do pray for her. Uh, uh, she would be considered a hard nut to crack because of her uh, Pharaohistic style, Jamaican pride. And Lord, I pray that you will protect my children from that demonic pride. And I pray that you will save everybody's soul in our family, including her mother and her aunts, uh, 
and uh, other family members. And Lord, I do pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that includes my mother and my sisters. Uh, Lord, religious but lost just like uh, I was, opened their blinded eyes and stopped their deaf ears and uh, help them to come to know you as Savior in a very real sense and stop the sin by your grace in the lives of all true believers. And uh, in our family and outside of our family and in the family of thousands of uh, people who name the name of Christ. For so many of our families, we have people who might be saved, who are saved, and some we don't uh, know whether or not they're saved or not. And so, and some who are not saved. And so, Lord, I do pray uh, for uh, especially the religious unsaved people. We pray for the irreligious uh, unsaved people as well. And Lord, we pray for their salvation. We pray for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, Lord, that you will help people to hear tonight far and wide, that they may be in the church, serving in the church, may even love the church and may be faithful to the church but lost and on their way to hell help them to hear your holy gospel that you preached first and best when you said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life Lord, help them to believe in you through your word right now and help them to pray a small prayer, a short prayer. Uh, Holy Father God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. And please forgive me of my sins as I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, who paid for my sins on the cross, who suffered, who bled, and who died on the cross for my sins was buried and rose from the dead by your power Lord Jesus Christ I believe in you please save my soul from the hell that I deserve and to the heaven I don't deserve and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, our Lord, out of my wife, Marika White, and all of her family, and uh, Lord, uh, protect my children from it and cast it out of those who have it, and Lord, uh, uh, cast out uh, these demonic spirits out of the lives of all of our family members who have that problem and out of the lives of people our Lord in ministries and churches and in even our audience tonight our Lord uh, uh, help them to become victorious Christians and not hinderers of the faith 
help them to not continue to be tares. And Holy Father God, uh, I have to praise you again and thank you again, Lord, uh, uh, as I've done throughout this day for this magnificent uh, morning, afternoon, and evening that you put together. And uh, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And thank you for doing it once again. I also praise you and thank you, Lord, for the precious memories that you have bestowed upon me so graciously. Only people who are in the faith and who are of some age know about the precious memories gift. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would rebuke and bind our enemy, the devil, his demons, and his hosts, Lord, from uh, your people tonight and give us all sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Grant us, Lord, your grace and your strength, your energy and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray without ceasing throughout the remainder of this night to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would indeed uh, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right. Uh, deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Lord, I pray with those who are truly born again. I do not pray with the, the tares who are not saved. I pray for them that somehow, some way, you would uh, miraculously open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears and help them to see you to be saved. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would help us all who name the name of Christ to truly humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight, those of us who are saved and those of us who will be honest about distresses and afflictions and persecutions, distresses and afflictions and persecutions, tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. Lord, deliver us from them all. Lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties and fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would deliver all of us who name the name of Christ. Lord, if we're willing to confess our sins and repent of our sins and do right by you and obey you from all of those things and also from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, uh, financial, uh, student loan debt, student progress problems. Lord, I praise you and thank you that all of my children are moving on regarding 
the education and uh, what a blessing it is that they all have been a blessing and not a burden to their father uh, who by your grace raised them by themselves uh, by myself uh, rather by your grace uh, raised them by myself and without uh, much help from my wife but uh, I thank you for the things that uh, I told her to do to help and that she did and the Holy Father God uh, is, uh, is a testament to you and to your glory your praise and honor how all of this has worked out so beautifully by your grace and Holy Father God I pray even though we do uh, have some devils in the family and some Judases that we have to deal with and watch and feed out of a long handle spoon as we all do because you said it was going to be that way and so Lord we thank you for that and it keeps us close to you and praying to you uh, when we have enemies and persecutors and so it turns out to be a good thing and so Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would indeed uh, protect uh, uh, my family tonight and protect all Christian families tonight uh, all families that name the name of Christ protect us Lord from uh, ourselves our flesh and the devil and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family evil people in the church and evil people in the world Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray that uh, you would surround us all who are born again and saved and all of the uh, families that name the name of Christ, uh, Lord, and protect us as only you can. Uh, from the devil and the demons of hell and from evil people in the family and the church and in the world and uh, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh and the devil and even those religious people, the tares or the terrorists. And Lord, I do pray that on this Wednesday night you would receive all glory, praise and honor in this service. Thank you so much for our uh, directors and producers and technicians uh, stepping up and thwarting, uh, no doubt, a satanic plot that the devil has plotted with a human being or two human beings or three human beings or not. Uh, for he can do much damage by himself. And so, Lord, thank you for clearing all of that up uh, as we have not had any problems in weeks and so I give you the glory the praise and the honor for all of that and Lord we pray that uh, you would receive all glory praise and honor to your name for we're not worthy to give it to you and we pray that you would lift up your Holy Son the Lord Jesus Christ that others may see him
and be saved. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And for those of you who have believed the lie that you're not going to have foes in your family, uh, you're woefully deceived. Allow me to uh, disabuse you of that thought. Your greatest enemies will be in your own family. That's just the way it is. It is the nature of the beast. I know everybody wants this wonderful hunkadory uh, marriage and family, and that's a good desire. But Jesus has made it very clear to you that your greatest enemies, your greatest foes, will be in your own household. My son Daniel White the Fourth. One of the greatest sermons that he helped me to write and put together was on that passage. I remember it to this day. It was extremely powerful. And uh, one thing that my son Daniel White the Fourth did in helping me for many years in putting together sermons, even though he would be disobedient, uh, uh, quite a bit, and rebellious, and even had a Judas spirit like his mother, he would not mess with the Word of God. He would not back up off the Word of God and try to cause a problem with the Word of God. He never did, never did it. Meaning, he didn't do that to, you know, get back at me, thinking that he's really getting back at God, but get back at me. Uh, and even though he might have been disobedient in the area, and this is what I love about the Word of God, and how God leads people when it comes to pe people, when it comes to, to preparing the Word to preach. Um, I know it's been the case with me down through the years. It doesn't matter whether or not I was uh, perfect in my behavior. Uh, somehow the Holy Ghost of God prevented him and me from trying to tw twist the Word of God to fit our lifestyle. That He never did that. Shockingly, surprisingly, uh, because of course he's worse than I am. <laughs> but he never did that. No matter how bad he was, how it, I, it was shocking to me that he would never try to twist the Word of God. And so he, uh, he did most of the sermon on that particular series. And I guided him and everything, but I tell you what, it was one of the most powerful series that I've ever heard, ever preached by anybody. And it stuck with me to this day. And so that's why it is important for you, preacher, to give yourself to prayer and to the ministry of the word, because 
some of the greatest sermons and messages that you will hear will be by you, not by another preacher. And, 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 and by the way, it's time out for all of, all of you preachers gathering together and go hear each other preach. That is the most dumbest and most uh, boring situation. I mean, you know you already heist and steal from each other. Uh, you don't need to be gathering together to to hear other preachers preach. You need to be preaching. And you need to stop following other preachers on social media. Let your people follow you as you follow Christ, not uh, some Joe Blow pastor. You don't need to listen to another preacher before you preach. You need to listen to God, man, and to the Word of God. Seriously, because I'm here to tell you, some of the greatest sermons you'll ever preach, uh, that you'll ever hear, will be yours. For you, that will stick with you. So, he doesn't uh, realize that that sermon series that he put together as a, a youngster. He helped me from the time he was a little boy studying Greek. He said he wanted to be a preacher, so he started studying Greek and studying Greek cards. He knew how to do the Greek and all of that. And, uh, and I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, I'm not a Calvinist, and he's not a Calvinist. But I'm going to tell you that that boy did something I never did. He read the Institutes by Calvin. So that that helps you. And my son Daniel Ezekiel followed in uh, my footsteps, and he's done a bang up job, bang up job. But that series, out of all of the series, for some reasons, has stuck with me, and has prepared me, even uh, from persecution from the family. It's it's interesting how that works, and. Uh, and even some of, as he's growing older, even some of his uh, persecution. And uh, it's amazing how that works, how God will uh, even use someone in your family to be a blessing and help. And then at the same time, as time goes on, and they get in the mix with other people and other devils and demons, and they'll, they'll turn negative on you. Don't worry about that. God predicted that. Jesus predicted that. He told you it would be that way. Okay, don't let it discombobulate you. You just give yourself to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Because that's going to happen. Be that as it may, my beloved. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service, family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 586, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order.
This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present, and the future. Today, my beloved, we are reading Proverbs chapter 9, verses 1 through 10. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord. Yes, on this Wednesday night, and yes, I may still preach the Wednesday night service, uh, but my wife followed the devil and let me sleep late today when I should have been up preaching. That's just the devil. That's all. And you know what the devil told her to say? Well, you told me not to make any noise and not to bother you. But you do know, you know what I said? You do know I have to preach at this time. See, that's the devil. My wife allowing the devil to use her to try to hinder the word of God. To try to hinder the preaching of the gospel. The devil is a lie. So that's what happened. That's why I'm, I'm late tonight. However, I'm going to continue to preach the gospel. And I already preached it. If you're paying attention. Anyway... Proverbs chapter 9 verses 1 through 10. Wisdom hath builded her house. She hath hewn out her seven pillars. She hath killed her beasts. She hath mingled her wine. She hath also furnished her table. She hath sent forth her maidens. She crieth upon the highest places of the city. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. <coughs> As for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish and live, and go in the way of understanding. He that reproveth a scorner getteth to himself shame, and he that rebuketh a wicked man getteth himself a blot. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Shall we pray? Holy Father, God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for the power 
and the depth of your holy word into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and spirit. And not only that, Lord, how beautiful <coughs> it is. It does something in our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits, even if we read a small portion. It is so powerful, Lord, that if we see it on a church billboard, it works. Just one verse works and does something in our hearts. It is so powerful, and I thank you for it, and thank you for the privilege of being able to read it tonight. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, help us to be hearers, not only hearers of your word, but doers. As James has admonished us, in Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down. I feel better, so much better, since I laid my burden down. I feel better, so much better, since I laid my (coughs) burden down. I know I can't sing, but I just couldn't help myself. Don't run away. I'm not going to continue to sing. I just, sometimes it just just hits me to at least make a noise. It may not be joyful to you, but it's joyful to me. <laughs> I can hear Dr. Andrew Hamilton saying right now, son, don't do that again. <laughs> if I had if I had any feelings, I would I, my feelings would have been hurt. So, son, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Thank God for the oldest saints who love you enough to tell you the truth. I've had to tell some folks down through the years. Who couldn't sing, but I mean, they loved it, though. They enjoyed singing. I remember one by the name of Carl Hearn. There was several songs after he got saved. After you truly get saved, you're going to love the hymns. You're going to love some hymns. And buddy, he would just get to singing all loud on Wednesday nights. And man, and, and, and couldn't sing a lick. Don't get mad at me, Carl Hearn. You know what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Family, friends, and foes. And yes, even foes in the family. I still love you. Don't you ever worry about that. But you're my enemy. And, and I, 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 I have your number. And I, I'm watching you. And I'm feeding you out of a long-handled spoon. And the, and the stuff that you think you're doing against me, I already knew about it. God told me you were going to do it. 
Uh, so you need to stop trying to do it because you have been exposed. But be that as it may, and to the standing between the living and the dead. <coughs> uh, family, service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 157. This has become one of your favorites. Psalm 17:7 Show thy marvelous loving kindness. You know, loving kindness is something else. I mean, that's a whole lot of love and a whole, a whole lot of compassion and a whole lot of affection and a whole lot of kindness, loving kindness. There's certain words in the Bible that I think are only in the Bible. Whosoever. What kind of word is that? Whosoever. Calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Loving kindness is another word that I have marveled at. You know why? God waited so long to chastise and rebuke the church is because of his loving kindness or things like that love mercy grace and so forth O thou that savest by thy right hand them which put their trust in thee from those that rise up against them show thy marvelous loving kindness Spurgeon goes on to bounce from marvelous in its antiquity its distinguishing character its faithfulness its immutability and above all marvelous in the wonders which it works that marvelous grace which has redeemed us with the precious blood of God's only begotten Son is here invoked to come to the rescue that grace is sometimes hidden. The text says, show it. Present, present enjoyments of divine love are matchless cordials to support fainting hearts. Believer, what a prayer is this. Consider it well, O Lord. Show thy marvelous loving kindness. Show it to my intellect and remove my ignorance. Show it to my heart and revive my gratitude. Show it to my faith. Go ahead, Spurgeon, and renew my confidence. Show it to my experience and deliver me from all my fears. The original word here used is the same which in Psalm 4.3 is rendered set apart. And it has the force of distinguish thy mercies. Set them out and set apart the choices to be bestowed 
upon me in this hour of my severest affliction. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, those of you who are going through, and if you are truly born again, and if you are truly saved, and you are truly serving God and doing God's will in your life, and if you're truly saved, you are striving to do that, you will have affliction and distresses and tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests. Please do not think. And tensions. I added that word. See, I've added some words to the old school saints. The old school saints used to say, the many and manifold blessings. I've added millions. The millions. God blesses us with millions of blessings. Millions in our lifetime. We're, we're so spiritually insensitive. We don't see them. So we just thank you. We just thank the Lord for a few things. But God has blessed us with millions and many and manifold blessings. I've added millions. And uh, to the common phrases that we heard growing up, especially in the black church in the South. Uh, we had tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, and tests. Then God led me to add tensions to that list. And so, if you're going through as a child of God, uh, you need to understand and appreciate that word God's loving kindness in your life. O thou that savest by thy right hand them which put their trust in thee from those that rise up against them. The title here given to our gracious God is eminently consolatory. Go ahead Spurgeon. He is the God of salvation, the God of mercy, the God of grace, the God of loving kindness. The God of space to repent, and I'm adding some things. It is his present and perpetual habit to save believers in him. He puts forth his best and most glorious strength, using his right hand of wisdom and might to save all those of whatsoever rank or class who trust themselves with him. I'm hearing that sound coming from uh, Facebook, and I'm hearing it more, and I, I believe it's people giving, I hope that's the case, to the ministry. Daniel Ezekiel, please check that, and uh, uh, over the past week, since I've been uh, encouraging people for the first time on a consistent basis to give to the work here, uh, and, and let me know. Uh, how much money has been given. Uh, Daniqua, you can check it as well. Danielle, you can check it as well. Uh, happy faith thus to secure the omnipotent protection of heaven. What? Uh, Spurgeon, you just, you something else. Let me, let me share that with you all again. Uh, let me, let me, let me share this again, this whole section here. I want you to get this because he, he threw something in here that uh, I've never heard of before.
He is the God of salvation. It is his present and perpetual habit to save believers. He puts forth his best and most glorious strength, using his right hand of wisdom and might to save all those of whatsoever rank or class who trust themselves with him, happy faith, thus to secure the omnipotent protection of heaven. What? Go ahead, Spurgeon. You sometimes, you're just too much for me. Blessed God to be thus gracious uh, to unworthy mortals when they have but grace to rely upon thee. The right hand of God is interposed between the saints and all harm. God is never at a loss for means. His own bare hand is enough. He works without tools as well as with them. Go ahead, Spurgeon. I like that real good. What a great devotional, shall we pray. Holy Father God in heaven, thank you for your holy word and thank you for your loving kindness towards such unworthy, wretched people as we are. And thank you, Lord, for not only saving uh, us sinners from hell, but saving the saved from uh, many troubles, trials, and tribulations, and tests, and tensions, and uh, so forth throughout our lives. And Lord, help us to all get to the point where we thank you for the tribulations, the trials, the temptations, the tests, the tensions, as well as the afflictions and the distresses. For Lord, you're working in, even in all of that. Let your will be done in our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I lay my burden down, glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I lay my burden down, burden down, Lord, burden down, Lord. Since I lay my burden down, burden down, Lord. Burden down, Lord, since I lay my burden down. <clears throat> That's a half mixture of Toby White and his brother, my dad, Daniel White, Jr. Uh, my dad had a melodious voice. Uh... My uncle Toby could sing, but it was a raspy. He was all, always had a raspy voice, but he could play that piano with no training. He never had any training, but he could play that piano. Gifted brethren. I believe that we have missed a day regarding... Uh, uh, children. I think we only did two days, but that's all right. I guess the children got tired of hearing about uh, what God had commanded them to do. But I'm still going to say something about it. Uh, 
remember children that when you obey and honor your parents God will bless you and bless your life when you stop doing that your blessings will fall off especially if you know better and so uh, all children at all times uh, even when you become an adult you can disagree with your parents now on different issues and things uh, but you need to always have the proper respect before God and God does not like ugly and he can show you better than he can tell you so remember to show the proper honor and respect to your parents and uh, uh, if you have different recollections that's fine but at all times God will bless you if you honor uh, your parents with respect in your speech and what you say because uh, some parents like myself we would not we will not have a relationship if you don't do that because uh, I'm not going to let you do that so uh, and I believe that most parents my age would uh, agree with that uh, and so make sure that you have the right attitude and you show the proper respect whether you feel like it or not we all have to suck it up and uh, bite our tongue and not say stupid things that we're going to regret so uh, always show the proper respect and honor and obey the good things that they have taught you from the Word of God in the Lord now let's look at Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20 we'll just read a few verses as we are going to the family segment or to the family verses finally my brethren you say how can this be a part of the family verses you better read this as a part of the family verses otherwise your family is not going to make it because the, the contrary to what you think there's a real devil and he's really busy and he will destroy your family if you let him be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places dear Christian friends do not be baffled by the devil that's how he wants you to be don't be shocked that strange things are happening people who used to love you forsake you and don't like you anymore because they have allowed themselves to be possessed by demons don't be shocked when people are trying to uh, hinder you and harm you count it all joy 
seriously. And the only way that you can do that is, number one, be born again, be truly saved. That's like putting on uh, a force field, okay? Praying, too, along with that. Praying is like putting on a force field around you. You're, you're not discombobulated with all of the demonic foolishness because you know God is in control. And then reading the Word of God, hearing the Word of God, being under the Word of God. I know some of you people, you, you sit down in your easy chair and you don't do anything but get some green tea like I told you and you just listen to this devotional. Sometimes you cry, sometimes you laugh, but some of you don't even pray as you should. Some more of you are doing that today. And you this is a, a day this is a time of relaxation for you. Especially for pastors and preachers. Okay? So understand we do not wrestle with flesh and blood. All of the devilish things my wife have, has done against God, against Jesus, against me, and against the ministry, and against her own children, down through the years, I never made it a personal thing. Now, I had to rebuke her harshly at times as a human being for allowing the devil to use her. Now, don't look, don't, don't uh, uh, look crazy here. You have a Negro, be you white or black or red or yellow, that's just uh, uh, how I use the term. You have a Negro in your family who is not faithful and obedient like maybe the others or in your church and the devil will ride them and use them and give you a run for your money if you try to handle that in the flesh and make it a flesh and blood situation it's going to end up with disaster as so many marriages have ended up in disaster because it's all about you thinking it is her and you ma'am thinking it is him or you ma'am thinking it is your children or you children thinking it is your mother uh, whatever the case might be and it's, and the devil is in the demons of hell have surrounded you and they're laughing their heads off because they're getting ready to pounce on you and, and, and finish you off. They're going to destroy your family. Does that sound familiar to you people out there who have allowed your family to be destroyed? That's why the second marriage doesn't work out either. Oh, you're a little bit more careful now. You, you're walking on eggshells more now. You're not as belligerent as you were with the first one, but the devil does not care anything about that. As long as you think that, excuse me, it is all about flesh and blood, the devil's got you. Do you hear me? Huh? Look at me real good. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? As long as you have in your mind this is a personal thing, this is a flesh and blood situation, the devil's got you exactly right where he wants you. And I highly recommend some people 
who do not understand this, who lack faith in God and Jesus and in his word, that tells him or her something like this, if they don't get a hold of this, and it's all flesh and blood, it's all about how you make me feel, it's all about that, and what you did and what you said, you people, are, you, are, you have lost already. You don't even need to get married. And that's what's wrong in the church today. In families and households, it's all about flesh and blood. It's all about what he did and what he said. People are bitter and angry over nothing. And they want to blame somebody. They're frustrated. They're mad. Things have not worked out. They've been hurt, looking for love, and getting hurt constantly. And they don't understand that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. And if you don't understand that, you're doomed to failure in your marriage and in your family. Because the devil, contrary to, I know you don't want to, you don't want to agree with it, that's okay. Because the devil is behind it all. There's no need for me to get mad at my wife because she did not wake me up like she was supposed to. I'm not shocked by that. She's done it many times because she would rather see me sleep than preach. That's the devil working in her to be that way. It's, not, it's nothing personal. The devil is the one, if you want to get personal with it, he's the one you need to be concerned about, not, not the flesh and blood. And so when people fail you and people in your family persecute you and lie on you and uh, uh, say all manner of evil against you and stuff like that, don't be all caught. Don't get all caught up in that. It's not a flesh and blood situation. There's no need for you to get personal. And, and, and what, what will happen is uh, God will give you a certain kind of grace where they will be shocked that you're not bothered by their foolishness at all. And it's a God, that's a God thing. This is not you're trying. You're not trying to not be shocked and bothered by their foolishness. It's just that that is the case because you are prayed up and you're, you're filled with the Spirit and you're not shocked or surprised by what the devil does with certain people in your family or outside of your family. You understand me? This passage is adjacent to the family versus proper. Okay? So, uh, make sure you get this, because if you don't get this part, if you don't get this passage uh, in your heart, mind, soul, and spirit, your marriage is doomed to failure. You can go and buy all the little evangelical sweet books from the sweet bookstores, and try their little tools and their little kits and their little uh, uh, things that they have created. Tidbits. <laughs> it is so stupid. People, just read the Bible. For your marriage and family, you're having trouble in your marriage and family, read this passage, Ephesians 5 and 6. Every day together. Husband, you lead the way. Your wife is not going to be that excited about it, but you just read it anyway. Because the Word of God can have an effect. It is a miracle of God 
My children know it. God knows it most of all. Uh, my mother knows it. And I believe my wife's mother knows it, that we are still together the 34 years. Humanly speaking, this was not supposed to work. But with God's word and prayer and faith in God, it may not be pretty, but it can be successful. Okay? Because as somebody wrote recently in the Christian Post, I think we spend too much time on the issue of compatibility regarding young people getting married. And I believe they're correct. I believe that any man, any woman, if they apply the Bible, all of this, all of this uh, soulmate foolishness and all of this, uh, my you're striking the original match and, you know, this, that, all of that, uh, there might be something to that, but, but listen, ultimately it's about obeying the Word of God. A man and a woman, I said a man and a woman, can make it if they obey the Word of God and if they do what God has commanded them to do and obey the commandments of marriage. I believe that. Because my wife and I are not compatible on anything. Zero. But sex. That's it. We, we're compatible on that. And, I, that. and that was the main reason. I guess this is a payback for me. That's the main reason why I married my wife. I wanted to marry a virgin. And I wanted to marry a woman who was not a refrigerator. And was ready and was down for sex at all times. And, that, and that's one of the... And, and, uh, you know... As we face the emptiness, that's the main thing that keeps us together. We don't want to get a divorce uh, because uh, of the sex part. We don't want to go through that with somebody else. That, I know that sounds kind of uh, unspiritual, but it's true. Uh, I, 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 we, we don't want to separate or get a divorce as we face the emptiness. Because of the sex, that having that available to us freely at any time, uh, without a whole bunch of preparation and all of that, and uh, uh, you know, a familiarity that. Uh, and being able to have sex without guilt. I mean, that's a privilege. That is a blessing. And it's a blessing when you have a partner who's willing and, and, and they don't, uh, you know, do like some women do. Uh, once a month, and, you know, special Saturday date and all that kind of foolishness. And uh, so... Uh, there are things that God will do uh, in your marriage and in your family that will help keep you together. Even though, humanly speaking, you may not be compatible. I, I love the work of the ministry. My wife uh, loathes it. But she's here helping in the ministry right now. Because she's choosing to be, be obedient in that area, uh, even though every now and then she tries to hinder it. 
That's all there is to it. And 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 if you and you and you say, well, how how do, how does that work? I just keep on praying, and I encourage her to keep on praying. Whether she say the law, she got to pray up in here. And, and that's what we do it all day now. That that because with her being with me, she know one thing we're gonna do. We she learned before we got mad. We're going we're going to pray. We, we may not feel like praying, but we're going to pray. There's something about prayer. You say, well, I just I would hate to be in a marriage. We don't have anything in common. Well, most of you don't have anything in common. That's why you divorce. You divorce somebody else who you thought you had something in common. Now you don't have anything in common. You don't even have sex in common. And, 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 and marriage without sex is worthless to me. Some of you people are living below, below your privileges. So, um, with that said, I think we're going to leave it there for tonight. But understand, you, you got to block the devil out of your marriage and your family. Through prayer, through faith in God, through reading the word of God and obeying God's word, and being sober-minded, vigilant. Okay, people? So, do it God's way and keep your marriage and your family together. Let's pray for other families that are not saved. Let's pray for other families that are. And let's pray that they make a beeline to the Word of God so that they can be successful in marriage. You know, there are many people who are successful in this and that and the other, but they're not successful in their marriage. And when you're not successful in marriage, what I mean by that is staying together and raising your children together and uh, both of you, this is your first uh, marriage and your last and you, you uh, keep the traditional vows to death do you part under God. Okay? that is successful. You say, well, uh, how can it be successful if I'm not happy? Who, who, who cares about that? <laughs> Dr. Prager said, you can be as happy as you want to be. See, that, later for all that. First of all, if you don't have Jesus in your life as your salvation, and the center of your life, and if you're not obeying him, you're not going to be happy. If you are obeying him, you will. You have to bring happiness to the table, meaning you have to bring Jesus to the table, because he is the happiness. He is the joy. He is the peace. And that's the only place you want to get true happiness. All of this, he doesn't make me happy anymore, she doesn't make me happy. That's, that's childish, uh, 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 juvenile stupidity and foolishness nothing means nothing grow up it means nothing who cares about all that you suck it up and you do what you need to do see uh, we have millions of people
cool getting married and then the thrill is gone after three or four weeks and this is not what I thought it was going to be and this is not how it used to be and so I think we ought to divorce that's not you people you cotton candy uh, candied apple people you have no strength and that's how many people are raised today well and then they, and this person is depressed for the rest of their time and to the point where the husband uh, hopes that she leaves. Do you know there are some people who have, look at me, there are some people who have divorce and they, they, they were not mad to see you go. They were <laughs> So I know how you can get there. But in, but, but in God's eyes, is that pleasing in His sight? Maybe pleasing in your sight to see her walk away, and you might even hug her, kiss her, and say, "God bless you." You know, it just didn't work, and and you you disgust me, and you make me sick. So, I'm glad to see you go. Don't let the door knob hit you in the back. There are people, many people that way. Whew! I'm so glad he's gone. Whew! I'm so glad she's gone. I mean, there are people that way <laughs> because the person is so bad, so miserable. And they, they, every time you look at them, they make you miserable. See, I know how you can get there, but you ought not to go there. Focus on God. Focus on Jesus. Have a vertical marriage, as one couple says. It's all, and I'm going to tell you now, listen. Uh, you can have family members turn against you after the young years and the wonderful journey. You know what ties our family together? Jesus, that's it. Serving Him. And if anybody in our family forgets that, they're not going to be a happy camper. Because God led me to lead my family to serve the Lord from the jump. That's it. Every house we've ever lived in has been a ministry station where we were all about getting the gospel out from day one because I was doing that before I met my wife I told my wife before we got married that that's what I'm going to continue to do and I'm going to continue to do it by faith and that's what I did and so when the children came as soon as they were weaned from her and even before then they were serving the Lord doing something putting stamps on the envelope doing something for the Lord and we're getting mad if I didn't let them do it I would in diapers would get mad if I didn't let them serve the Lord when they were little. I mean, to the point of crying. Little children, I fasted every year forty days and forty nights for many years, and uh, and I let and my children wanted to fast the whole time I fast. I said, "Y'all can't do that." And they would get mad at pout. I said, "Danny, Danny, my older daughter, she'll sit like this and." Powder mouth, I, I, I want to fast with you. And all of them are that way. And we get an attitude about it, you know, a little child attitude. But I had to override, but after about maybe a day <laughs> or two, they were ready to do something because uh, uh, fasting is not easy. But anyway, the greatest part of the, my journey has been with my family serving the Lord. And uh, my wife and I were out passing out gospel tracts today. That's right. 
Uh, I said, you want, you want to serve the Lord in my house? As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I don't care how mad you get. You can get out there and pass out some gospel tracts. A lost person trying to reach the lost is fine. Whatever. The gospel. The, <laughs> the power is in the gospel. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for all families that uh, are not saved. We pray for their salvation as the foundation of their marriage and family and uh, uh, we pray for the revival of those families that are saved. And uh, we pray that Lord you would lead them to your holy word Ephesians 5 and 6 to obey your commandments regarding marriage. For you created marriage for our benefit. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you for it. And I have enjoyed my marriage and family, even though my wife, Marika White, may not have as much as I have. I know the children enjoyed serving you uh, with me all of those years. And Lord, I pray that you would continue to lead them and guide them and direct them to do so. And to be faithful to you and not get caught up with sin and the world and the devil. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor in advance. And now, Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning around the world, in this country, in our local communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives. And Lord, I do pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, Lord, I pray for all people who name the name of Jesus Christ please have mercy and grace upon us and forgive us of our wicked sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission and Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would help us to repent and to change by your power, for we have no, we have no power. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you will help us all tonight who name the name of Christ to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent. Of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. Help us to pray what we mean and mean what we pray. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we serve you, put down all persecution and attacks. I thank you for it. It lets me know that I'm doing your work and your will, and I count it all joy. And, and uh, I'm exceedingly glad about it. And I thank you, Lord, for how you protect your people and deliver your people from demonic foolishness even from people who claim to be saved. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all 
people in the Ministry of Government, from the President of the United States to all national leaders down to police officers. Uh, we pray for the salvation of these people. Revive those who are saved. Heal those, rather, Lord, cast the demons of hell out of those who have that problem in government. And we do pray that you'll heal those who are sick, comfort those who are uh, grieving and mourning at this time. For many police officers have been shot Many people have been shot. Lord, I saw in a town that has not been troubled with such foolishness and has even been featured in movies. I've seen for the really the first time uh, police officers, several police officers, because probably because their how the town was such a pristine, wonderful town. Uh, with uh, talented people and gifted people, uh, I saw police officers crying with their uh, faces in their hands. Comfort them as only you can. Lord God in heaven, we pray that you bless and protect your Christian people, including us, from persecutors, not only from terrorists in Nigeria, but even family members and church members and religious people uh, right here in America and around the globe. And so, Lord, we pray that you would protect your saints, grant us all your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit uh, for our trying times and even for our dying times. Prepare us, Lord, for the good days and the bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for Uh, the celebrations like we're going to have tonight uh, and uh, the tragedies like the people are suffering in Highland uh, Park I think Chicago area tonight and you and you and in Uvalde still and the millions of people millions of families where millions of people have died because of the coronavirus plague and Lord we pray uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, for the millions of people who are hurting uh, still from the coronavirus plague and now something called monkeypox. We pray, Lord, for them, that you would comfort them all and draw them to yourself for salvation by your grace through belief in your Son, Jesus Christ. And we pray for the family and friends of Nigerian resident Zamzi King. We pray for a few by name regarding the coronavirus plague, which is still alive and well. We pray for the family and friends of New York resident Elif Toskovich. We pray for the family and friends of Ohio resident Tammy Renee Messenger. We pray for the family and friends of Pakistan resident Horace Murr. We pray for the family and friends of UK resident Thomas Weber. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name, we continue to pray now, Lord, for all of the people on the prowess down through the years. Thank you for the privilege to pray for all of these people. Uh, 
by name and for their needs, and we pray for all of them tonight as well, as well as the new prayer requests. We pray for the salvation, spiritual, family, life, financial, material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon all of the thousands who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. We also pray for the new people, Nita. Please save and comfort Dr. Zelenko's family and friends after his death. Please heal Nita's tooth, nerves, tonsils, ears, and legs, which are numb and weak. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi. Thank you for the new church founded in Bondini. Thank you for the successful leadership meeting in Bungama. Thank you for the soul saved as Sister Belia's funeral. Please heal Timothy completely and provide for his family. Please heal Melanie's eyes completely. Provide her with the contact lenses she needs. We pray, Lord, for Linda. Please bless Jen with financial help uh, that she needs. We also pray, Lord, for the salvation or rather, we pray for all of the people who have experienced your salvation and who have believed in you, Lord Jesus Christ, by hearing the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. We pray for Angie, Saspeta, Rossi, Dave, Cosmos. We pray for people who have recommitted their lives to Christ. We pray for Rosa, Ronnie, Oyinola, Ebenezer, and Alina. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and not, uh, and also in ours. We pray now in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, before we depart tonight, if you were to die today, if you were, were to die tonight, where would you go, heaven or hell? If you don't know, hear the words of Jesus Christ, who preached the gospel first and best. When he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you want to be saved, yes, that means that you will have a more spiritual, richer, deeper life. Does not mean you will avoid trouble in life. Does not mean you will not face tribulations and troubles and temptations and tests and tensions. Your faith will be tested. <clears throat> and you will go through difficult times, but you will go through difficult times with the greatest man in history, Jesus the Christ. And then at the end of your life, and your life will end, because the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
we all have broken God's Ten Commandments by lying, stealing, lusting, coveting, disobeying our parents, dishonoring our parents, dishonoring God by taking God's name in vain. Have you ever cursed using God's name? Then the Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. That means that we all will die because we're all sinners. And we die not because of cancer, we die because of the cancer of sin in our lives. And God wants you to understand that he does love you. But if you, if he rather allows you to die because of your sins and you depart this beautiful ball called earth. If you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, while you are on earth, if you do not believe in your heart that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God, then you will go to hell. He will allow you to go to hell because that's your choice. He's not making you go to hell. You're making yourself go to hell. And Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he wants you to take advantage of the gift that he has given the whole world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so, dear friend, all you have to do is believe in him. <clears throat> With your heart, in sincerity, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you shall be saved, the Bible says. So believe in him today. Believe his gospel his good news that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God early one Sunday morning to save your soul from the hell that you deserve and that I deserve. So when you believe in Christ and pray and ask him to save you, you're asking him to save you from hell. Make no mistake about it. That's the main thing. Why? Because there's going to be a divine reset in heaven. And you, uh, will, you should want to be a part of that. <clears throat> so don't go to hell. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and go to heaven. And be blessed. So follow me in prayer, the sinner's prayer. Mean it from your heart. Believing in your heart in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done wrong in your sight. <coughs> For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace, Lord, upon us. Please have 
mercy and grace upon me. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, who bled, and who died on the cross for my sins. And for the sins of the entire world. Was buried and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change my ways. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle. and to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you prayed that prayer with me on this Wednesday night, may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life so that you can grow in the faith and become a strong Christian disciple. Go to Gospelite Society International, Gospelite House of Prayer, and read my book, Free of Charge, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. <clears throat> it is a short read, but a powerful read, and it will tell you the next steps that you need to take as a Christian and and I wrote this book because it needed to be written so many Christians do not know what to do next and sad to say so many pastors uh, just plug to use their words plug people in right where they are and they have no clue what it means to be a Christian and so uh, email me Email us and let us know at dw3 at gospelightsociety.com that you got saved or gls at gospelightsociety.com. Whatever email is on your platform that, that you're on all around the world. And let us know so that we can rejoice with you that you got saved tonight. And so that my daughter, Danielle Elizabeth, Bree Love White will, uh, can send you some information or will send you some information to help you to grow in the faith and to be the Christian that God wants you to be. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, if, the, uh, if it be the Lord's will, we better say that, Lord willing, by the grace of God, if the creek don't rise, we'll see you tomorrow on this journey towards heaven for those of us who are getting on the gospel bus. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, make sure you pray without ceasing. Remember, I am humbly and res respectfully asking 
that those who can give larger amounts to Gospelite Society Cash App, Gospelite Society, uh, uh, PayPal, I think there's another one called Zendil or something. Um, whatever's on our Facebook page, on our other pages, uh, if God would so lead you, and only if God would lead you, because I never wanted to be counted in the number of the false prosperity gospels. So I did not say anything about money for years. And so now that the prosperity gospel is dead, killed by God, I feel a little bit more comfortable uh, asking you for, you know, $3. This, that's a biblical number. $7. That's a biblical number. $12. Those of you who are sitting on millions, you could give uh, $7,000. You can give $12,000. You can give uh, uh, $3 million. You might need our bank account information for that. But anyway, and we'll be glad to give it to you. So <laughs> pray for us. Stand with this poor preacher. As he continues to preach the gospel every day, giving myself to prayer and to the ministry of the word, as I've done now for going on seven years straight, and, uh, but have been preaching for over 42 years. If God has blessed you through the preaching, encouraged you in the faith as a Christian, you got saved through this ministry and God has blessed you with financial things. The Bible talks about how that you ought to be a blessing to the person who's ministering the word. Uh, I do not have a secular job. I chose not to have one for before I even met my wife because God called me to full-time service and he has blessed that. If Dr. Tony Evans, who he, he doesn't even know, I know he did what he did, who has given over given thousands of dollars over the past, I guess, almost 20 years, uh, can give, and uh, and and and, uh, and and that doesn't mean he agrees with everything I say or how I say it. But God touched his heart to do what he did, and his wife's heart, and that's rare. So I know she's a virtuous woman as hard as I am in my preaching. And uh, she used to write the checks when she was living and helped our family tremendously. Not only him, uh, Dr. Uh, McKissick, uh, Dwight McKissick, uh, has supported us down through the years. These are people that are well known. They're well known. They hardly even know me. I uh, hardly know them. But uh, God just does that in heaven, and we don't want to mess it up, so we don't even want to meet and talk about it, because uh, we don't want to mess that up. Uh, it's a God thing, and if you're saved, you've been saved a while, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, if you're not saved, you have no clue. Well, it's a God thing. It's all God. <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. Uh, I never asked them for anything. God just touched their hearts to do so. And, and other preachers and, t and people in churches and ministries have as well, but not like they have. And then uh, <clears throat> uh, I have my, my oldest daughter. I got a, a text from her today and my oldest son. And 
how they, and they've already I, I've already told you if they never did anything else for me in their life I am very very shocked and and thrilled and surprised and content with what they've already done I have been a I'm a blessed father I mean tremendously blessed and so um, but they contacted him, contacted me this morning, my two oldest children, and want to know uh, exactly what my budget is so that they can take care of it. Now that's just God. And I, I was not uh, an easy-peasy parent, father. I was the disciplinarian. And they love God. I trained them to get saved and to love God and to serve God. And God has touched their hearts. Uh, to give very generously back to the ministry here that their father is over the ministry that they grew up in that is still having a larger impact today than ever before and so uh, and they have given uh, uh, not only my oldest daughter my oldest son but my second oldest daughter uh, since they have been gone have given thousands upon thousands of dollars to the ministry and work my children. Now, if Dr. Tony Evans can trust me, if Dr. Dwight McKissick can trust me, and Dr. Lois Evans can trust me, and many other people, and, and especially my own children. I mean, they sent me that text this morning. They want to do more than what they've already done. And uh, that's just God. It's a God thing. And uh, uh, and then all of them have given thousands upon thousands of dollars in service, in ministry, in work, uh, with blood, sweat, and tears, faithfully and consistently for years. And and God has used them to set up the situation as it is now, which is a marvelous thing. And God did it. Okay, people. My daughter's verse, life's verse, when she was a little girl, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things will be added, unto, and his righteousness, and all of these other things will be added unto you. She's barely 31, lives in a mansion, and is taking, and, and, and is uh, helping her uh, other adult children, uh, her other adult siblings, rather, <coughs> my children transition so that they can do, go do the same thing. Drives a Mercedes, a big old Mercedes, new one. God has blessed her tremendously and I told her when she left and her sister Danita when they left together, I said, you're not a prophet, you're not called to be a prophet. You go ahead on and live the way you want to live. They were going to do it, they were going to continue to do the minimalist lifestyle. I said, no, uh-uh, go in and get you a beautiful, big old bedroom set from rooms to go, <coughs> and enjoy it, and enjoy your life, and they went on, and that's what they're doing, they got new cars, and big old beautiful house, it's called, I call it the princess house, a mansion, and my daughter, my daughters are helping their siblings get through, what a blessing. That's a blessing to me. That's a God thing right there. Okay? So if, 
if God can use these people, God can use you and bless you. This is good ground. Souls get saved all the time through this ministry. Christians are encouraged. And I'm here every day by the grace of God. And if you pray for me, I'll be here every day for a long time. So God bless you, dear friends, until tomorrow, if it be the Lord's will. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you. Everybody standing. We praise you and thank you for this magnificent service. Lord, it does not look like we're going to get to that long-running series. Praying through the Bible tonight. Lord, you know all about it. And Lord, I pray that uh, you will help us all to leave here today, tonight, and to pray without ceasing and to have a wonderful, blessed afterglow uh, with some pasta and some pizza for our family and whatever else is the, the tradition in other people's family and some popcorn. And uh, Lord, we might look at the sneak peek of the Lord of the Rings together as well. Glorify your holy name. Lift up your holy son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And as uh, our technician, Daniel Ezekiel, sends these sermons and messages all around the world, Lord, help people who are waiting for it on demand. In Jesus, to get saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.